Welcome back to Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. We've got our favorite jar sitting here with us. Who's here? <laughs> it's me, Frankie French, and I just spit tuck all do over a, the she table. Did spit the bitches leave was the line. I got you. <laughs> you I can I always you've, forget you've about You've heard it before. It. Yeah. But it's so hilarious. <laughs> she did a spit tape. Yep. <laughs> bitches leave. <laughs> bitches leave. Bitches leave. Because sometimes you just want the bitches to get gone. You know what I mean? Gone. Just sometimes yeah. you just the want them to roll. When you say bitches leave, they got up and left. Yeah. Well, you know, the. Uh, I'm sure there have been listeners who have had a spit take during that part of the podcast. <laughs> bitches leave. The intro song. <laughs> if you haven't, you're just not properly enjoying life. You go to yeah. the email. Bitches leave. <laughs> bitches leave. Um. Shout out to uh, the Black Eye Who Tips podcast and all their fans. Yeah, thank who, you guys. Uh, ran our numbers up. Checked thank us you. out last week. Rod and Karen were on for our longest episode ever. That nice. is, yeah. Three, three, almost three hours. Oh, 251, nice. I think. We were in the middle of something. We were like, why Why would we break this yeah, up? Let's just, just do one, one long episode. <laughs> just keep going. So we did that last week. Um, they had a fucking busy week. They were all over the place. They had NegroCon... They did our podcast. Lunch with me. They had lunch with Randall. I think they had lunch Dinners. with multiple different. Yeah, they had meals. I don't know if they had a meal alone. At any point. <laughs> I don't think they did. Maybe a breakfast in the hotel. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a breakfast. <laughs> so that's one of those vacations when you get home. You're like, I need now. I need a vacation. Vacation, yeah. right? I need yeah. to actually take. Well, some time Karen has said on Karen has said on um, on Facebook that she fell out when they got back. Yeah, when yeah. It was over and done. And Rod was recharged. Yeah, Rod was ready to ready to get down. The yin and yang. <laughs> I come to get down. And she was like, no. <laughs> 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 we're, not, we're not getting down on anything. Yeah, and then they had JL on. They recorded an episode with JL. Shout out to JL who just put out an album. Nice. Yes. Fireside Craps. It's right. a Donald Trump um, impression full album kind of thing. Nice. I think he's in town today. He put up a yeah, it's about the Blacksonian. It's so. his girlfriend's high school reunion. I think something like that. That's why uh, he's in town. I guess plus, his brother lives here. I think she's oh, from the cool. area. Maybe. And his wife. Yeah. Henri. Yeah. Henri? Henri Covin. They are Haitian French. They don't Jean Louis. <laughs> hey, Jean Louis. Go grab Henri. Henri Covin. Covin. They don't fuck around. Henri Covin. <laughs> so he does a great joke about how Henri is uh, pushing the blackness quotient up because Henri married a woman from Howard. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to up the blackness quotient in the family. Yeah. That looks yeah. funny. Is she yeah. an AKA as well? I don't know. I wonder. That would just push it yeah, right over. Push it over. Push it right on over. <laughs> is that the one though? Is that like the blackest? Yeah, AKA. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. <laughs> what are the? Okay, I'm not a big. I'm not. I'm not big into the world <sighs> the of college frats remember. and sororities. So oh, I. I know, like, for the frats, I mean, there's a few that, like, you know, an athlete will throw up the sign Omegas. or whatever. The, the Omegas. Omegas, yeah, those are the ones. athletes. Those are yeah. the ones I'm familiar with. Kappas. Alpha? Kappas. Well, Is alphas there an alpha? Alphas are Omegas. Alphas are Omegas. Yeah. Okay, see, I'm, the I'm lost. The Omega. The Kappas are... Um, Pretty boys, like Rick's a Kappa. Kappas. Oh, Rick Young. <laughs> Pretty boys. <laughs> Kappas who dress nice, generally. Uh, I think there's Sigmas, I think, is another one. Sigma? And from there, I don't, I don't know. I was never down with no frat because I ain't no dream. I have a cousin who is a uh, a Q. Cousin. You have the Qs too. No, I don't have that's that's yeah. Uh, those that's, are Kappas. Yeah. No, no, oh, sorry, okay. those are Omegas. Okay, okay. All right, I'm I'm just Googled Black Fraternity. Okay, run less because you got Omegas. You never have to not know anymore. <laughs> yeah. This is there's a website called BlackGreek.com by the way. Yeah. Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity, founded in yeah. 1906 at Cornell University. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, yeah. founded yeah, those 1908. Are the AKAs. Those are from Howard, founded at Howard. Uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, founded Kappa's. 1911 in Indiana. Omega Sci Phi. That's. Those are that's, for sci fi. Yes. I was, the, oh my God. Seriously, Omegas. my comedic timing is off. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. Those are the, uh, <laughs> the Q dogs. Delta Sigma Theta. Sigmas! Um, the Deltas, that's a, a, a sorority, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a soror- there's a couple of sororities in that yeah. mix. Oh, there's a Wikipedia has an entire list of African American, Greek, and fraternal mm-hmm. organizations. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess there's a few famous, well, like anything else, there's a few that are famous. Qs, because most of them are athletes, a lot of them are in the, you like see in, them. In, seven, in 1775, the Prince Hall Freemasonry was founded. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was not college related. That was just. Fucking Uncle was amazing. Yeah, my black, grandpa black was Mason. Mason. Yeah, we get into the uh, whatever the female. Yeah, I can't is. remember what it is. Um, okay, so we get into the Greek lettered ones starting in the early 1900s. Sigma Pi Phi. These are fraternities. Alpha Phi Alpha Kappa yeah, Alpha Alphas. Psi Omega Psi Phi Phi Beta Sigma. <laughs> Omega Psi Phi is hilarious. Omega to me. Sci-Fi. <laughs> Sci-Fi. That's that's Q dogs. Uh, Sigma Romeo R H O M E O Sigma Romeo really dudes. Um, there's one called Wine Sci-Fi, W-I-N-E, Sci-Fi. I feel like that's a little... Uh, Probably Winnie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Winnie that sci-fi. sounds kind of made up. Uh, New Gamma Alpha, N-U Gamma Alpha. These Now we're in the 60s. Iota Phi Theta, uh, Malik Sigma Psi. There's a dude named Malik. Malik? Yeah, Malik <laughs> he just started like, you know what? <laughs> this is my shit, yeah. yeah I got a club. Uh, Malik and another size uh, Sigma Psi. Uh, whatever, yeah. Uh, Malik is the operative word. It says also known as Malik Fraternity. Phi, <laughs> of course it is. Malik is a narcissist. <laughs> 1977 is when I was formed. Phi Delta Psi, Sigma Phi Rho, Delta Psi Chai Swordsman. <laughs> Okay, everybody, calm down. Put them away. God. Put them away right now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna click on that one in a second. Beta Phi Pi, Magiste Arete, Christian, uh, and Phi Rho Eta. That doesn't even sound like something. Phi Rho Eta is from 1994. That sounds like a thyroid situation happening. Delta Psi Chai thyroid. Swordsman. <laughs> I got that thyroid. <laughs> Delta Psi Chai than Thyroid. <laughs> Think you get fat on some thyroid shit? You get real <laughs> big on Right, thyroid. exactly. 
Delta Psi Chi fraternity is a fraternity consisting of 10 active chapters known as swordsmen. I guess Coxman was. Oh speaking. my! Seriously, um, Andy? Seriously? What the fuck is going on right now? I don't know. Now? I was waiting for you to mention that so I could say Coxman. So you can say Coxman? Yes. Uh, so you put, put your hand up. Put your hand. This is what they do on radio shows. Someone has. A I need line. to wake the hell up. If this is going to be my timing for the night, I need to get my shit together right now. I'm on my home court. We're at my house. Call him Coxman. Jesus. Uh, Delta Psi Chi at ten American colleges and universities. The mission of the Delta Psi is a chi or shy fraternity is to create and maintain are you rapping right now an enduring society delta side chai fraternity uh and they want to create an enduring society which encourages the sharing of traditions and values respect for oneself and others this is all just bullshit and responsibility to the university and community they want to have unless parties. you're pledging and we're going to beat the shit out of yeah. you right. <laughs> and uh, we put wanna... our dicks in your mouth while you're sleeping right. Right. <laughs> here, and take pictures here at the swordsman fraternity we want to or uh, coxman we value Value uh, respect for oneself and others. Like, what was it Sesame Street? Swordsman. Sesame Sci-Fi. <laughs> that's some Sesame Street shit. That's their that's their mission. Their colors are burgundy and gold, which is the same as the Redskins, which is good. Their flower. <laughs> what? They have a flower, the golden rose. Uh, they yeah, have a flower. jewel, which is the ruby. I didn't know that they had all these things in France. Motto: to always show brotherhood, leadership, understanding, and courage at all times. That's a long motto. That's a very long <laughs> yeah. motto. That's a long one. Headquarters, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And they have a website. A Wisconsin? That's like two brothers there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those are the people that Malik didn't let in. Uh, Delta Psi Chi was founded on April 24th, 1985 by seven students. That's fucked up that they found it like a month before the school year ended. Like Aww. April 24th. Like, no one wants to hang out what, with this. What, what city was this in? University of Wisconsin, that Milwaukee. Judge, oh, well, Trump, there you go. That that's, judge, there were only seven of them. It right. took them all that time so to find to each other. Find yeah. each other and stay <laughs> together. That judge that Trump went after about the, well, the Mexican, yeah, that yeah. judge, he's uh, a Kappa. Is he? Yeah. He's a Mexican Kappa? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. They don't care. Get the grades. Know how to use a cane. Where does this group get the swordsman moniker though i don't know but swordsman's hilarious because um, they slay andy pretty much they're slaying that puss <laughs> man. They slaying slay. that puss and guess what they say when they're done bitches leave bitches leave <laughs> bitches leave yes king slay bitches leave <laughs> <laughs> they slay. then they high five with their dicks yay, yay. coxman all right notable it's alumni let's weird. see let's see who are they the don't notable. got nobody notable oh it, there's zero there's nothing listed. Oh, no. <laughs> um chapters and colonies uh, colonies all this, really all this fraternity speak uh, so anyway, that was the Delta. I'm going to see if Malik has a has a entry on. Yes, Malik Sigma Psi. Oh no! Of course he does. Also known as Malik Fraternity. Oh god! That also known as Malik. Malik, whatever his last name is, right? Is a college fraternity founded in May 13th, 1977. Again, the school year just ended, and you're you're starting a frat uh, at CW Post in Long Island University for men of color. Rather than refer to themselves as being Black Greeks, they prefer African fraternalists. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right i'm actually a fraternalist it was formed under a new conscious belief for men of color as well as african fraternalism the group's name partially comes from the swahili name of malcolm x uh okay. oh malik shabazz okay the group had originally used an all swahili name but was forced to change it because uh the college requirements at the school that all fraternities have at least two greek letters in its name oh they actually they probably had a full-on 
like Malik Elhaj Shabazz name, and then they, the fucking school made him change it. Probably. Um, Elhaj Malik Shabazz or whatever. The fraternity was founded by 15 men of color. Several of the founders of the fraternity were of Latin descent. Ideologically, the fraternity is against the idea of black Greeks. <laughs> okay, so the group is outside of the National Pan-Hellenic Council. Chapters have been opened at New York Institute of Technology, Hofstra, Old Westbury, Stony Brook, and Rutgers. This is all New York shit. Currently, there are 14 Malik chapters and five Shabazz chapters. Malik is undergrad. Shabazz is graduate. Hmm. Founded in 1977. All right. And uh, notable members include Gil Noble and Dr. Yusuf Ben. Did they say noble members or notable? Notable. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Dr. Yusuf. Dr. Yusuf Ben Joshannon. He sounds awfully hoteppy. Yosef, actually. It's Yosef. So hard. Doesn't he sound 100%? Well, he has a Wikipedia entry. Dr. Yosef. Yosef Alfredo Antonio. Yosef Alfredo Antonio Ben Joshannon. He died in 2015. Born in 1918. All he prescribes is castor oil and black soap. That's his whole prescription list. He lived to 96. Okay, now if he had been. Look, if he was like. Wait a second. Like 30, I'd be like. Hold on. Hotep. This dude was in college in '77. <laughs> he would have been like 60 years old. I mean, old. he went back, Andy. Don't don't <laughs> don't front on him trying to get educated late in life. He I don't want to disrespect this guy. He, uh, he had an ethic. Referred to it as, as by his admirers as Dr. Ben was an African American writer and historian. He was considered to be one of the more prominent Afrocentric scholars by some Black nationalist community, some in the Black nationalist community. Mm-hmm. While most hotel nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> most mainstream co- scholars have dismissed him because of the basic historical inaccuracies. What I work. say. <laughs> As well as I disputes. told you, castor oil and black soap. That's <laughs> all I he's say. prescribing. <laughs> as well as disputes about the authenticity of his educational degrees and academic credentials. Mm-hmm. Um, accusations of teaching pseudo-history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben Joshannon has been criticized. The white man was, built, was constructed in a laboratory. <laughs> oh, God. All of his theories start with that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you have a period, you're, it's a virus. <laughs> what? I heard that foolishness somewhere. Yeah, that's what? Yeah. Uh, periods are unnatural. Yeah. Um, so then, basically all their wives and girlfriends are pretending to not get their periods. Right. It just yeah. are they're sick right. weirdly for three to five day business days. They don't have wives. They don't have girlfriends. Um, it all comes out of that. Um, okay, so he... he that he was criticized for allegedly distorting history and promoting black supremacy. In February 93, Wellesley College European Classics professor... A certain professor, type of black supremacy, too, by the way. Mary Lefkowitz <laughs> publicly confronted Benjo Shannon about his teachings. Or under his boot. Mm. Benjo Shannon taught that Aristotle visited the Library of Alexandria during the question and answer sessions. Oh, it's one of those, he took the knowledge from, like, the Greeks... Kind of kind of stories. During the question and answer session following following the lecture, Lefkowitz asked Benjo Channon, "How would that have been possible when the library was not built until after his death?" Uh, and she probably <laughs> dropped the mic <laughs> and ran out of the building. Benjo, no, she just folded her arms and looked at him. <laughs> Benjo Channon, Doctor Ben replied that the dates were uncertain. Oh, Lefkowitz writes that Benjo Channon proceeded to tell those present that. Quote, they could and should believe what only black instructors tell them, ah. and that although they might think that Jews were all hook-nosed and sallow-faced. <gasps> Jesus! Sallow-faced. Sallow-faced. No, sallow-faced. I was like, sallow-faced. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> there were other Jews who looked like who looked black like himself. Whoopi Goldberg. 
African-American professor Clarence E. Walker wrote that Benjo Chana not only confused Cleopatra VII with her daughter Cleopatra VIII, the dude was like 80 years old, come on, and states she was black, but also wrote that Cleopatra VIII committed suicide after being discovered in a plot with Mark Antonio to murder Julius Caesar. This would be highly problematic considering Julius Caesar was assassinated but 14 years before Cleopatra VII's suicide. So... There that's just go. a conspiracy. Also, he's a Mark notable Anthony. member of the Malik fraternity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that tells you everything you need to know about that fraternity. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they have two other notable members. Um, yeah. One of them was Gil Noble, and the other one was Freddie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Perez is what? not. Okay, I think I don't know what notable means. I don't, they don't know what notable okay, means. Okay, I, like I, I feel like I don't know that this word anymore. Section, <laughs> the other frat, the Wikipedia page said notable members. This one just says members. And it just has those three people. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know how we got on that, but... Um, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a whole Burning world Sands. out there. That was a fun walk. Burning Sands was supposed to be pretty good on, on Netflix. Burning Sands? Burning it's just Sands. just about black fraternity. Oh, I haven't and seen that. Anything that where black people go, you shouldn't be talking about that out in public, makes me go, I want to see this. Right, and <laughs> talk about it in public. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this. Like you don't want the white man to hear I this. I talked to Rick about it. He said, yeah, that's really what it is. Yeah. Yo, white people don't need to know about, that, about this. Rick was like, yeah, it's pretty realistic. Oh, his frat experience from that Yeah, movie but now? I think Rick has... Rick's like us. He'd stay above it. You know, it wouldn't yeah. be a yeah. big thing for him to, to do. You know, and he's, I know like his frat, a couple of his frat brothers came to when we were in D.C. Good dudes. They came out. A lot of, a lot of frat stuff. It's just, a, you know, it's just a social circle. People aren't yeah. necessarily tied into every ideological thing right. that the frat brings up. They're just like, I just want to, you know, it's cool. We'll hang out yeah. with some people, party a little bit. You know, let's go on the resume. You can network after you get out of school, get a yeah. job, because yeah. there's uh, three other Maliks out there. Yeah. <laughs> you. A whole three. <laughs> Did y'all, uh, probably two or three Shabazzes. Too. Um, there's definitely two or three Shabazzes. There's always two or three, four or five. <laughs> what was the uh, email we got? Uh, we got oh, by the way, uh, we did thank everybody for listening to. I haven't had. I haven't had any drink of Coke. I'm not. I'm a little discombobulated. Did you want to? I have no some liquor. Gatorade or something. Nah, I'm good. All no right. liquor. Everyone's discombobulated. You said no liquor. We don't have any liquor in the house, do we? I did. And you don't keep liquor in this house. Why uh, would it? I was, should. I should have thought about it. I went to the grocery store yesterday. No, it's uh, when I have guests, though. I have. You know, I can. <laughs> That's how I knew I was growing up when I had a, a cabinet devoted to. Just liquor, liquor, right? Just a, just a, a, we bought a specific space, item. right? We bought that. Like, oh, we can keep, we can keep liquor in that. We bought that because usually when you when you coming up first, it just it just sits on the counter next to the microwave, right? That's the first that's, oh my god, that's first. It just sits on the counter. That's so true. That's the first apartment. It just sits next to the microwave. Okay, then and all of your empty bottles. Wait a minute, they yeah. sit on top of the fridge. They sit on top of the fridge, so yeah, everyone can see away. how much you drink. Yeah. Then the next apartment. Yeah, I can't just say about this. This apartment's too nice. The next apartment's usually nicer. It's right. Too nice. So then it goes in the cabinet above the microwave. Oh, I put the liquor up there. <laughs> above the microwave. It's always the microwave for some reason. Put the liquor up there in the cabinet above the microwave. Then you get that house, or you get that nice apartment, or you get married. Yeah. Then you go, oh, we need some place to. Need space. We need a chest. But for also, liquor, liquor and wine. Chest. Yeah. Some <laughs> people get to that point when they hit that age where now it's just all wine. It's yeah, not they, liquor. And they have a wine get, like, cellar. A cooling oh. thing. They have with a like wine a, fridge. A wine fridge, yeah. Yeah. 
So they don't even have liquor anymore. It's just yeah, it's thirty all, the bottles of wine. Yeah, thirty bottles of expensive ass wine that yeah. are chilled at all times. Anyone uh, want some wine? I no. would love some. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you know what? Between that episodes, would be amazing. The store is right down there. We'll run to the store and yeah. grab. I'm some not wine. a I'm not a big wine drinker. Wine, really? Coolers. Oh my god, I love a really good no. red. Ugh. I'm not a wine drinker. I'm all about the liquor. I, now I, I can enjoy a nice glass of liquor, and you've turned me on to some good, delicious browns. Mm-hmm. However, nothing can get it for me like a great glass of red and a delicious steak, just like seared on both sides, kind of mooing a little bit. Ugh. Are you a uh, are you a steak snob? Yes, I am. So I will not lie. This is where the steak snobs. This, this is. So, I'm sorry, Andy. Yeah. I did not mean to put my finger in your face just no, no, now. No, no. no I, did I, you I, just say ketchup and steak not, in the same? You haven't seen our president putting ketchup well. on steak. Meaning well. Need, um, Here's what steak snobs say. They they and this is I've I've had this happen many times. If you say anything other than rare, with only salt and pepper, and possibly some butter, they freak the fuck out. If you say I like a little a one. Oh, gay. <laughs> like, they get so fucking snobby about steak. It's the only way to eat a steak. It's always a dude. Yeah. But they, you, you, no other seasoning. Um, they'll maybe let you go medium rare. They're cool with that. Rare, medium rare. Once you hit medium, they start rolling their eyes. Well, I mean, medium, there's no reason to assault and disrespect well, a steak here's like that. That's just, but that's I, just do that's, medium, I do medium well, grilled onions, maybe steak sauce. Well, that's a, see, I just go medium. steak sauce around. I go medium because I feel like when you go to a restaurant, all, a lot of times they slightly undercook it. So it winds yeah. up being, if it's medium rare, I'm fine. But if I order medium rare and it comes rare, I don't like it. So okay. I don't like bloody meat. But yeah. a roast beef sandwich is pink, like you know. I don't like roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. But, that, but, but <laughs> so no one thinks of because that. of that. No one thinks yeah. of that really because it's like oh, I don't, I don't like it too rare. But you'll eat a roast beef and it's like it's fucking pink inside too. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like bloody meat. But steak snobs will not tolerate <laughs> anything that you say. you can't That's even Courtney. say it. That's you Courtney. can't even say it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with all of that. Yeah. But this is the thing: it should never be bloody. If the steak is cooked properly know. and it's well rested. Once you cut into it, you're going to get an au jus that'll come out, not uh-huh. blood. Yeah, right. You got to so, let it rest. Yeah, you have to let it rest. Like are, wait, are you busting my balls, Andy? Huh? Are you busting my balls no, right I've now? No, I've heard this oh. so many times. I've heard, okay, you got to get a good sear. <laughs> <laughs> about a this minute is and, me. This is me. Anytime someone brings up steak. Okay. Preheat a cast iron skillet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's smoking. So you got to let it smoke. You just have a good sear about 90 seconds on each side. <laughs> and put it back in the oven. I've done Let it cook for a few more minutes. You gotta get a nice and rare, only salt and this, pepper. This, maybe a little that, butter. That's too done. All right. You want? Yeah. This is the thing. The finger thing. Yes. This yeah. is good. This is rare. This is medium rare. This is well done. And this that's is kill yourself. This is you're an animal. Yes. Yeah. You're a goddamn. This is monster. give it to the dog. Yeah. The little thumb test. But I mean, I've had so many conversations with just like. Usually it's like a 25-year-old dude <laughs> who like who hasn't discovered wine yet. So he has to be snobby about something. Yeah. <laughs> Some food, like a foodie type shit. And they're like, they don't just say, oh, no, I, don't, I, I like just salt and pepper. They say, what the fuck's wrong with this you, man? Your, A1, A1, A1 tastes with. like piss. I say, Here, here's, here's what's wrong with me, dude. I'm uh, 48, <laughs> and I like what I like. Yeah, I'm not going to change what <laughs> I like. Shut it yeah, down, Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Do you <laughs> deny, down, though, man. <laughs> the steak's not Frankie French. Do you deny... That a one tastes good. It it doesn't taste good. But on anything else, Jeez. would you have? No, it on there's any nothing to put it on. I mean, I don't, and I'm not trying to be okay. snobby. It's just a one's disgusting. Like, it's disgusting. And I've tried it multiple times. Right. Maybe maybe on a burger. 
Maybe I could say on a burger. It's great on a burger. It's it not chopped ham, it's chopped steak. <laughs> that used to be a commercial. <laughs> she put your A1 on your hamburger. It's not chopped ham, it's chopped steak. Yeah, maybe I could say on a burger because sometimes bur- the like burger meat doesn't quite, it doesn't taste quite yeah. that good. You know what I mean? And so if you put a little A1, like that tang will make it taste better. But on a steak, and, and I'm not just salt and pepper. Like I'm for like rosemary. Like okay, thyme. Put a, yeah, yeah, little rosemary, little thyme. Butter? Yeah, yeah, lots of butter and some and some olive oil and car, uh, coarse ground sea salt. Yeah. And you got to let it rest on the counter before you cook it. Bring it up to room temperature. How long do you cook it on the George Foreman? Uh, <laughs> look at her face. <laughs> look at her face. How dare you bring up the George Foreman grill? <laughs> I just died. I used to get chicken on George Foreman. I can, I yeah, George, you can. I can. You can do that for sure. You can Here's the thing with sure. steak on George Foreman. Uh, you can. You Wait a minute. You seriously thick. cook steak on George I've Foreman? I've cooked a steak on the George Foreman grill. It's too thick. You just, you no, you have steak? to. You have to. Here's the thing. You have to buy like three. Yeah. You'll fuck up the first two, <laughs> and then you'll get it right. Like you'd be like, this hasn't been on long enough because it cooks on both sides simultaneously. Right. right. Like three minutes. Well, that's your first mistake. Is because seven and five. If you have an inch and a half thick steak. Seven, Seven minutes, five. five minutes. Because I, I cook mine on the on the stovetop. Yeah. I don't do the oven thing. Right. I cook mine Whatever. on the grill. On no, grill. I can dig it. The only way it's going in the oven is if I do it for for, for like 20 minutes, low, very low, like I 250, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to kind of dry it out a little bit and to sear in the, the flavor and then sear it really quick. In then the yeah. oven on broil. Oh, dear sweet the Jesus. onions underneath it and the Are butter you, on top You may as well just, just claw a chalkboard right Season, now. Seasoned with seasoning salt. What? <laughs> Seasoning salt is delicious. We're killing Frankie right now. How about Cajun sparkle? What? what? I have yet to have Cajun sparkle. The reason why I do this is my mother. That's so my mother used to cook steak, and oh my god, and it was tender as fuck. Oh, <laughs> Cooked god. in the oven. Tender, but this is but actually well. hurting my feelings. Yeah. I feel like this medium is a personal well steak, attack. Right? They would be under. You put the on, the onions under the steak. This is put what the I'm butter on top though. of the on top of the meat, and then yeah. put the seasoning and with the seasoning salt and meat tenderizer. Meat tenderizer. <laughs> put it in the oven on broil. Flip it. Maybe uh, once. No. No, 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 Smack no. it up, flip it. Now, I'm going to say this. Now. Charles was a well-done seasoned salt steak yeah. and onions guy when we met. Okay. And I was, yeah, I was like, him? there's no way. That's a fucking deal breaker. You know what? Delete my number. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Charles? There is no way I can in good conscience continue this relationship with you. Yeah, I'm pregnant with your kid, but no. <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> that. That's the a reaction, though. Like, steak people can't just say, oh, that's your preference. Yeah. They fucking get mad. They I, Because I don't understand why you don't like right. it the right way. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. There's there's only one true way. There is. This is why the Malik frat started. Yeah. It's an alternative to what fraternities were. Are supposed to be and are laid down to be. Yeah. Plus all the black soap you can get. All yeah, the black well, soap. I, I, just black, a, I put black soap on my steak. Right. When you walk in, there's just a, an Apollo tree stump right. yeah, yeah. and then a trash bag filled, filled with, with black soap. soap and incense yeah yes. incense sticks. <laughs> you've got to have incense if you're a hotep yeah you've gotta have incense. soap and incense if you don't got incense you ain't hotep and then you've got to wear uh a lot of egyptian symbols and get mad at other people for cultural appropriation right that's, that's a big another, one that's well. a hundred percent hey man 100 egypt is in africa <laughs> Egypt is in East Africa, <laughs> but that's Africa, right? It's not. Most people from here are like West African. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> There's but, African in it. Yeah. Uh, I don't do a ton of a one. I just did a little taste, just a little yeah. bit. Not even a little bit. Uh, too much isn't is too. Is if I made good. a steak for either of you and you 
poured and you grabbed a bottle of A1 sauce. Yeah. And I say this with all due respect. <laughs> I would slap it out of your hand so hard. <laughs> I might break your wrist. Like that's <laughs> I have A1 in my refrigerator right now. Occasionally I put it on a sandwich too. Even my daughter, even Bootsy, who was 11 years old, she has excellent hope. My, so this is a funny story. Uh-huh. My sister, she spent the night at my sister's house. <laughs> And my sister made this snobby little bitch a steak. And then she cuts into it. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's well done. And she oh, says, no. uh, Aunt New, I don't eat gray steak. What a bitch. Right? Gray steak. Yeah. I don't eat gray steak. Well, you ain't eating it. You know what's interesting about that? Because if you go to, say, Chipotle or whatever, uh-huh. their steak is not pink. Right. Like it's Mexican gray. steak is generally gray. Well, so, yes. But it's moist and it tastes good. That's different. That's okay. not like eating a steak. I mean, it's it's yeah, like, yeah. but even at home, if I make like a fajita or like chopped up, like chopped right. up a steak, I cook it medium rare first. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So. Okay. Medium yeah. rare fajita. <sighs> it's yeah. you've never had my steak. I'm telling, and, and I understand <sighs> not wanting blood to come out of your steak. I get that 100. percent It's disgusting. Cool. Yeah. When you cut my steak, it's red and you know it's got a warm red center. Mm-hmm. And no blood comes out of it. Well, that's, yeah, if you yeah. let it sit, that'll, yeah. yeah. you sit and you let it rest. It's Courtney. Courtney's like this. Courtney's big on the steak, the proper way. Yeah, yeah. It, I literally, I, I, so when, when I, I, I like to cook at home. Okay. And when I do cook, if I, if there's something I really like, I will focus on it for like a good two weeks. I won't make it every day, but I'll make it maybe like every other day or every right. couple days. Right. And make sure, until I get it right. I, I did this with steak. And I have a, tr- a tried and true way to cook it. And I don't care who you are. I can talk you through it over the phone. And I guarantee my husband won't even eat steak out anymore. It doesn't matter where we go. So you had like a, there's a scene in Aliens 3 when they had all the mutant aliens when they were trying to create aliens. You had yeah. like two weeks of terrible steaks that kept getting almost almost, almost right. there. Almost there. Right. You there's know, a video montage of it and everything. You know what else people do that with? Not as, not as visceral as steak. But I have long said that everyone in the world thinks that. Oh, hey, hold on. Hang on for a second. Who are you calling? Courtney. Courtney. Give me the plug in. <laughs> oh, okay. Courtney's on the phone. My spirit hey, animal. Hey, apparently. hey, Courtney. Courtney Farrington. Courtney. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Courtney Farrington. You're on the podcast. It's me, Andy, and Frankie oh. French. Hey, Courtney. How are you? Uh, listen, just just for the record, describe how you like to eat a steak. Oh, uh, sure, medium rare. Make that steak bloody. Hello. Medium, any seasonings? Any Where's seasonings? Any seasonings? Are we getting seasoning? Salt, pepper, and fire. <laughs> Salt, pepper, and fire. Salt, pepper, and fire. Uh, <laughs> what, if I, what, if, what if we were sitting facing each other and I was to go to put some A1 steak sauce on my steak? What would oh, you say? Oh, God. I'm, I might move away from that table. <laughs> <laughs> Thank like you, I, Courtney. I, I, Thank you so I much. I can't associate myself with that. Cook your steak. You would have to cook it and then re-season it with sauce. Can I put a? Can I put grilled onions on it? Jesus. I mean, yeah. Now we could do grilled onions and mushrooms. Sauce, yeah. But I can't. But I can't put any steak sauce or nothing like that <sighs> on. No. You. Why? That's what I'm saying. Can I put seasoning salt on it? Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you can marinate it if you don't have it before. If you had to season your steak after it's already been cooked, why you mess this steak up? 
Yeah. All right. Bing, bang, boom. Corny's, Nailed it. Corny's connection is kind We of have weak. a bad connection, Corny, but that's all we needed, brother. <laughs> all right, you, all right, you and Frankie French, steak snobs extraordinaire. <laughs> Holla. Um, the other thing people do that with, to a lesser extent, everyone in the world thinks they make the best grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I actually do make See? the world's right. best grilled cheese sandwich. I actually sandwich. posted that once on Facebook years ago. Literally that. I said everyone in the world thinks they can make the best grilled cheese sandwich, people but they're wrong ballistic. because I can. <laughs> and then fucking Chef Tony, there was a show at a restaurant called Chef Tony's. Chef Tony comes in and is like, I can beat you. I'm like, yeah, you're a chef, dude. Like, right, that doesn't you know. count. But everyone thinks they have the best. It's, even if it's just the same ingredients, just bread, cheese, butter. Everyone has a technique. It's the butter is the secret. How do you do? Uh, you you double a, butter your toast. Double butter. Double butter. Do you butter the pan? Okay, so this is how I make my. <laughs> <laughs> how about some A one? Now with grilled cheese, I took about a month of making nothing but grilled cheese full, all day long. A full month. <laughs> can, it was all grilled cheese, twenty four hours a day. Clear my calendar. <laughs> Now, and I'll make this with any bread, any cheese. It doesn't really matter. The secret to it is how you add your butter. Okay. So I butter my pan. And I eat. agree with that. How you add your oh, butter is the secret. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So I add my butter to the shape of the bread that I'm putting it on, <laughs> literally to the pan, and I set it on top. I let it crisp up. Flip. I do the same thing. I'm holding it on the spatula. I do the same thing. Set it down. Then okay. I flip it twice more and add more butter. Do you butter the bread before you, you put butter it on the, the bread? Oh, yeah, the, butter, the bread's already so buttered. You, okay, so you butter the pan. You but, you've already buttered the bread. I've already bread. buttered the bread. I thought that was in The pan is hot. It's got to be hot. Well, of course. Yeah, you Not wanna... hot to scorch the butter, though. Get a good sear. <laughs> you put the bread down. Yes. You get a good sear. Yep. You flip it. Yep. You get a good sear again. Yep. And then I rebutter the pan on the next two flips. Oh, so you do four flips total. Right. So technically, flip? I guess it's triple buttered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And, that's yeah. how Popeye's does biscuits. And, is your butter heart, and your heart yells at you. Yeah. Oh, probably does, I'm Every sure. Time. But your taste buds go, the hills are alive. Your taste buds going to get you fucked up. Do you do anything? Because most people, I'm, you know, Kraft Singles is the way to go. I go with Kraft Singles. Do you go like with any wacky cheeses? or put I mean, I have. I've done like a Havarti, which is delicious because okay. it melts nice and creamy. Okay. Um, I've done like... Uh, do you oh, do ham? Ham or bacon? No, I don't taint I do my grilled cheese with... Any impurities. I don't do ham, but I've <laughs> had it and it's good. Yeah, I've had it with tomato before, and I've had it yeah with bacon before, and I like it. People dip it in tomato soup a lot. That's my jam. Ham. I do ham. Yeah. yeah, that is my jam. Um, my technique is, I think, similar. Oh, no one to mentioned um, cooking the the grilled cheese in a um, cast a, iron pan. No, in a paper skillet. in a paper bag in, with an iron. With an iron. <laughs> you don't know about that. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you about that. See, you yeah. sit. You sit in what? a cell. First, you sit in a Madness cell. Madness is this. First, you, you sit in a cell. That's first thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Second thing, you get somebody from the outside to load up your commissary so you can go buy some bread uh-huh. and some of that government cheese. Right. Jesus. You get an old iron, yeah. old cast iron, old cast iron, and you get a and you get a shopping bag. Yeah. Put it between the shopping bag. Put the cast iron on top of the shopping bag. Press Wait, that is it down. this flat by the time it's done? Yeah, but it, but goddamn, it's good. Like a paper bag, like <laughs> a brown paper bag, right? Goddamn, it's good. Yeah. yeah. And it, you yeah. see it. It's like the grease comes and through. And then the you bag. give it to a dude. He doesn't rape you that night. That yeah. I would be making the shit out of those grilled <laughs> cheeses. Yeah. That's, how, that's how it goes. So flatter, make it flatter. Got <laughs> yeah, it. And then, Question and then, for you: How do you guys feel about smashing down the grilled cheese? The grilled cheese. I, I want to murder when people. I was a, I don't when like I was a kid, I would do that, but I don't. You don't care for it now, right? I don't like it. Here, but here's what I do that's maybe a little bit different than what you do. When the bread is in the, when the grilled cheese is in the pan, mm-hmm. I take little bits of butter, butter. And, around the edges. Around the edges because the edge of the bread gets 
kind of buttery and crispy. Well, that's why then I, I flip it. That's why I heart. circle the pan, the yeah. shape of the bread. Well, I do that too, oh, but I still throw you more. Yes. Yeah, I th- your butter is the key. Oh. <laughs> well, now also keep in mind though, I eat a grilled cheese maybe once, maybe twice a year. Like yeah. I, I only eat them like maybe once Me every too. six months. Like it's very rare that I make them. I never finish a package of Kraft singles. Yeah, not like, on grilled cheese. I have three, yeah, and then they just sure. go and they stay in the fridge for a year, yeah. and then I throw them away. We don't use crab singles. We use those ones in the bag with the Ziploc. Oh, like the Sargento and all that? Yeah, we yeah. use those. those you know good. what? I, I have done, too, like cheddar cheddar, and then a sharp cheddar, or like American American, and then like a sharp cheddar. Mm-hmm. Like add it in there. That's, that's also pretty tasty. How much cheese do you put in? I mean, it depends. Sometimes it's two slices. No less than two slices. Like I'll, one I'll, slice, okay. kill yourself. Like that's not even a real grilled cheese. It's just I'll go one slice. When I was a bread. kid, I did one slice. Yeah, no, go. always double slice, sometimes three if I'm feeling fancy. All right. And I wonder if anyone out there has done a grilled cheese club where you have three pieces of bread. Well. You know, how are you going to do that? You got you to So basically you, you make the grilled one. cheese. You got to pre-toast the middle piece. No, you make oh. the grilled cheese, and then you add the cheese on the other side. She said no. And then you flip it, and then just let that second side cook. Okay. Oh, okay. That, right. that, in my mind, that's how I would do it. Yeah, that might work. That could work. Let's try it. Yeah, now I'm going to try it, like, probably this week, and, I'm, and I will text you guys, like, okay, I'll post it on Facebook, made the double grilled cheese. Yeah, double grilled it cheese. It was that amazing. Sounds, that sounds right. Put a little ham on one, toast, on toast one layer. It. Right. Put... Put the grilled cheese, put some more cheese on top of it, put it in Add that second bread and, and then flip it. Over. Yeah. I think it cook. my first thought was to just take a piece of bread, butter it, and in the pan, grill it on both sides. That's your middle piece. And then just make a regular grilled cheese around that. See, I, that. I, you could do that, but here. It might get soggy. That's my concern is that because yeah. the bread's already toasted, it might sog, or it's going to add like a weird smoky flavor that you may not like yeah. from the toaster. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Gregorio can help us out. I feel like we've yeah. thought a lot about grilled Gregorio cheeses. Gregorio's probably got some grilled cheeses. Yeah, Gregorio <laughs> has probably 10 <laughs> recipes for the best grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. Well, first, let me tell you. you know, and <laughs> shout out to First, James. you steer the pan. You put the pan in the oven. <laughs> you got to go buy a $300 pan. For grilled cheese? <laughs> shout out to James Greggs, who just discovered Cajun Sparkle, by the way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's in the cult now. So every Popeye's has the Cajun Sparkle. You just have to ask for in it, this right? area. Gregorio, several years ago, couldn't find it in New York, but I think you can now. Oh really? Yeah, maybe because of us. I would. I'll take. I love credit. that. But what was the email we, we have got? Two emails. One was from before last week's episode. We didn't get to it because we were talking to Rod and Karen. This is from BK. Um, the title of the email is "Colorism in Martin." Question mark. I love your show and always value your opinions. Today, June eleventh, twenty seventeen, I saw a tweet from Bamani Jones regarding colorism on the TV show Martin. On the tweet, he said. Few things spoke to colorism on screen like the way they even pretended Pam was unattractive. That's true. I watched the show. Well, here's the thing: only Martin said she was unattractive. Oh, did he? uh, So that was the thing between him and Martin. Yeah, she's not like Tommy uh, ended up. Tommy ended up getting with her. Yeah. I watched the show and I personally didn't pick up on colorism. That might be the byproduct of me always thinking that Pam was more attractive than Gina. 100%. The same time, I respect Bomani Jones and his observations on many things. I just wanted to see how you guys interpreted the dynamic between Martin and Pam and Pam's portrayal on the show. That's the key there, the dynamic between Martin and Pam. Right, yeah, the dynamic between Martin and Pam. Martin just didn't like Pam. They were like siblings who fought. Yeah, but everybody else thought Pam was fine. Yeah. Um. Who? Okay, so do we think that Gina was the absolute lead of the show? As far as the as well, far the show was about woman? Martin and his relationship with his girlfriend, right? So she's got to be the. I mean, was she considered the hot one? 
by anyone. I don't know that anyone. Not by ranked. me. I don't know. Yeah, not by me. No, no, I'll take them on, and that's not to say that I don't. I didn't think. Gina was fine. Obviously, I thought Gina was fine. Yeah. But I never said, well, Gina's fine and Pam. I never did that. I don't remember people ranking. Gina was hot from the waist up. From the, oh, she, she has no hips. No hips. Yeah. I don't mean You're to, right. spoiler yeah. alert, but yeah. she doesn't. She's like built like a 12-year-old boy from hip to hip. Yeah. Fat ass, no hips. Yeah. Sorry to objectify, but I'm just saying. If we're just talking about pure aesthetics, uh, Pam was the total package, just purely aesthetic-wise. Yeah. In um, my opinion. Regina King, by the way. I'm sorry? Regina King. Yes. Yeah. Regina King? Yeah. No, that's not Regina that's King. Not Regina King. No. Pam? 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 Regina King? No. No. Regina no, no. King. No. You know what? Um, I always confuse those two. I, I, yeah, I do, do too. Yeah. Oh, here, and I'll show you something funny. My sister looks like Pam, whatever, whoever that, whatever that actress's name is. I'm about to find out. My oldest sister. It's kind of funny. I think they were roommates, too, for real. Tashina Arnold. Tashina Arnold. Nailed it. I always call her Regina King. Uh, she played Pam James, a friend of Gina Waters, played by Tisha Campbell. I'm trying to find a pic. Well, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, and she is almost sixty. And oh, really? Fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You can probably see it a little more there. Who's that white baby? That's her son. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. Now I want to see the He's white. Just baby. <laughs> that's that's my nephew. <laughs> that's her son. Yeah. Is her husband white? Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. He said, "Who's that the white baby? baby? Did, did the baby darken up a bit? A little bit, probably. No. 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 Stay white. He's just a white kid. Little white kid with an afro. Yeah. He wasn't just, he wasn't just a temporary white baby. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there was. I don't think it was that that desperate of colorism. I don't. I don't yeah, I, I mean, I would have never picked. If up everyone on. had have been jumping on the bandwagon and saying Pam was unattractive, then okay, yeah. But it but like it was you guys only said, Martin. Yeah, it was just Martin. Him, her, and Martin's kind of like spat that they yeah. little, that they had going, you know, going on. She called him short and ugly. Right. You know, exactly. All, all the time. He was pretty hot. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> he's hotter than all the other guys on the <laughs> Cole, you stupid. <laughs> the Interesting. Uh, the next email we got from AJ. Hey AJ. Vote your ass off, which is the title of the email. This yep, is about yep. that congressional seat last yeah. week that was decided. What's up, play as pimps and sock puppets? <laughs> That's, that's a good strong entry. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Opening. That was a classic episode last week with Rod and Karen. Once I knew they were traveling to D.C. again, I was hoping you all would meet up and record. A few weeks ago, when you mentioned the election in Georgia, I said out loud, "Oh shit, y'all know about that?" Yeah, everybody um, does. We're so woke, man. Uh, I live in the 6th District and didn't know how big the race became until I heard people outside the state talk about it. I'm no political pundit, but let me add some stuff so we can discuss hashtag that bullshit. <laughs> Back in April, John Ossoff, or is it Ossoff or Ossoff? Ossoff. Ossoff got 48% of the vote, and Karen Handel got 20%. That boy almost had the seat if it wasn't for the other four Democrats on the ballot Mm -hmm. that probably took some votes away. Probably. I guess he needed to get 50. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. there's a threshold. He almost got it. I'll admit at the time, I thought the 6th District was mostly DeKalb County. I'm not sure what to compare it to in D.C., but DeKalb County is a mix of color and wealth, or DeKalb County, I guess. Of course, you have black and white people, but I also live next to a bunch of Asian and Indian American families. Most of these people work in the IT slash software fields that are plentiful in Atlanta, and a lot of these people True. 
freaked the hell out when Trump started his travel ban talk. I figured this and the fact that we have four months of terrible Trump politics there would be a democratic swing. But white people are going to (laughs) white. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know until the runoff election that the 6th District also includes pieces of Cobb and Fulton County. Now get this shit. Fulton County is a huge is huge and has a north section and a south section. The city of Atlanta and the black folks are mostly in the south. Guess who chills up in North Fulton County? White folk. Guess who chills over in Cobb County? More white folk. The battlefield for Kennesaw Mountain is in Cobb County. These are the white folk that vote down light rail expansions because they don't want riffraff in right. their towns. Yeah. yeah. That's why there's no metro in Georgetown. Exactly. That's why there wasn't a metro up until recently in Reston. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> making its way out. But no, nope, you're going to need to clean up D.C. first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much Ossoff didn't have a chance once all those Republicans came out. At this point, I'm on the fence. I'm happy about the turnout in my co- county going blue, but I also agree with Randolph and the Dems needing some wins. How to put W's on the board. This shit ain't winning. Ossoff ran a great campaign and Handel blatantly said she doesn't support a living wage, but white people rushed and voted for her. Also, I've seen white men and women justify Philando getting shot, but mm. having sympathy over that boy who died in North Korea out of warm beer. I'll be talking about Um, that tonight. What in the entire fuck? Like y'all said last episode, these people are literally useless. The disconnect is pathetic and makes me think things won't change for a long ass time. I won't even start to talk about the black people on my timeline bringing up black voter turnout, but not mentioning the gerrymandering or voter suppression. I'll keep my mouth shut on that one. Sorry for the length. I'll talk about it for you in a second. Sorry for the length, and thanks for all the great episodes. I'll be with you all on the premium side when that starts up. We're already getting some content backlog. I have have an interview already banked, so things are beginning. So that's AJ. Um, Yeah, that was, what was the election? Tuesday, this past Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the the first things. Um, Asif? We did, did. We the Democrats need wins. Got to put some wins on the board. They got to. To me, this was a bellwether. This was a bellwether election. Now he came very close, closer than he probably had any business in that district because the district is so heavily Republican. And he and got, Democrats never win that. And district. he got right up up to win it. So I mean, I guess you can take the moral victory out of that. I I'm personally like fuck motherfucker moral victory, but okay. I think it's such a long shot that it's like you can't really. They spent millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. But it was such a long shot. Which I don't mind because Republicans spend ungodly amounts of money on every election, also. So and she also distanced herself a bit from Trump. Right. So it wasn't she wasn't just going up there going you know hey we all love Trump we should all love me right you know but so then afterwards she jumped right back on board the Trump trip. yeah oh seriously yeah, oh, yeah. oh no yeah. she was publicly thanking Trump are Here's, you kidding me no she was publicly he thanking tweeted Trump about for, it, the for race support and, and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> I do think yeah. our president blah 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 here's the thing about this kid Asif he tried to go the the I'm a nice guy route mm. I'm a nice guy and that has to stop right if right. you're not gonna Agreed. bring any heat some fucking flamethrowers out yeah. or somebody nice doesn't throw win some punches shit. you know it's yeah. like my man keeps saying uh, Mr. Nancy on American Gods, you know, angry gets shit done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Angry gets shit done. Anger is a gift to quote Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, it gets <laughs> shit done. And and this being nice doesn't get anything. I don't done. practice Santeria to quote Sublime. <laughs> when he was talking about the the gerrymandering, um, that's nothing. The district is so gerrymandered that the black vote is nil. There's no, mm. there's no, it's such, there's such gerrymandering in, in the South 
as well as up here in the north, that things have been gerrymandered so much and so heavily that there's no nothing that black people can really do. It's it's to the point that I think that the gerrymandering is simply just seen as well that's just how shit is mm. it's, it's because you know how when you do things something so, so over file. and over and yeah. over and over that it's just like you just accept it well right. it's not uh, It's there aren't really a lot of hurdles to do it there's no like you gotta it's really hard to change a district right. people just redraw it all the time so right. it's not even seen as as something that requires extra review or a higher percentage of votes by that town or whatever right. it's, it's like oh yeah let's redraw it whatever it's just a minor shit it's like it's like putting up a stop sign Right, you know right. that's how they and treat it. Dis- that's how they treat it, but that's yeah. not and how it disenfranchises. But it's something like that should should have a lot of checks right. before it, right. before it before goes you through. Get to it, but it disenfranchises whole communities, and people are okay with it because they win. And uh, liberals, liberals seem to just sit on the sideline and be like, "Well, it's just this is how it is, and we got it." So here's what when he was talking about black people. Um, I think I'm now going to disassociate myself with someone who I've known for a long, long time based on something about this very topic. The next day after the election, I posted a thing on my timeline. About this, this about particular? About this election. Okay. And about the guy wrote and I said, whenever these, these things are written as to what Democrats need to do, and then gerrymandering is always left out. Voter suppression is always mm-hmm. left out. That's what tells me that it's just a scene is just like, this is just what it is. Right. Because it's never even mentioned. And really, gerrymandering and voter suppression are just nicer words for racism. Right. right. Yep. Exactly. You, and I've seen those CNN panels where they're just like, "Oh, you know, the messaging and all that." Yeah. And like, not no one says, no one's gonna say racism. Right. But no one even says, "Well, wait a minute. Look at the demographics and why is why is this fucking district drawn in a zigzag pattern?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they never really even go. They don't even talk about racism in code. Yeah. Right. Let alone just say it out right. Yeah. You know, they'll just get shouted down. That's what my cousin was saying. It's like when you draw a district, you could just draw districts and squares, couldn't you? Yeah. It's like here's a square and here's a square and here's a square. So we run and out of square, square space. Right. You know, but they they draw it in these weird patterns because they're trying to X like one street with this side over here. You you can vote literally at that school right over there, but you on this street. You got to go five miles away, yep. and there's yeah. no public transportation to get there. And when yeah. you get there, there's only two volt polling stations, and mm-hmm. one of them is broken. You're gonna have to stand in line all day, and you got to go to work because you can't get a day off to go vote because we don't do that in this country. Yeah, you got well. The reason why you said like, why isn't the election a national holiday? Because they don't want certain people to vote. <laughs> That's right. why the election is not a national holiday. There are certain, it is in Australia. <laughs> there are countries in South America where it's the law. If yeah. you don't vote, you pay a fine. That's how Australia is. That's yeah. how it should be. Yeah. You know, well, not necessarily yeah. No, no, fine, that's but I mean, it, it should be. It should, <laughs> we should be accommodated to vote. And every company I've ever worked at, though, <clears throat> and this is my experience, which is not indicative of most people. Yeah, that's just luck. Right, that's right, 100%. My, you know, my bosses or my higher-ups have always been like, whatever time you need to take in the morning, go vote. You know, we'll see you I later. they're supposed to, to, to accommodate Voting. voting right like i think those the rules are that they you, they have to let you vote right if you have a, a day where you're working a 12-hour shift you have to be given time to go vote. right that's yeah if you want it's like reserve duty or something they can't say you no. right you know what i mean you have to be able yeah, to do where it. i live uh, i can walk right in vote and walk right back out and it's two streets away from me yeah. Yeah, see i used to be like that but i got rezoned and i had to go like right. way see? on the other side of the world to vote uh, why this, would they this have year. exactly now yeah. why would they do that right. what would be the reason to do that there's right. no reason to rezone people it's like that it's very expensive they'll, to they'll, they'll come up with reasons and but ultimately there is no reason the money yeah. should be better spent on other programs right. and 
Right, and it's it's bullshit. So it should I'm talking be, you to should this be voting from an app at some point. Right, I mean, you know, at some point, if you can get into your bank account, with right, bio, biometrics from your fucking iris scan and fingerprint scan. At some point, you should be voting should be as easy as yeah. that. At yeah. some Agreed. point, like uh, so I'm talking to this cat, and he's saying that um, I've known him for years too. And he was this saying, is back to your post online after yeah. this election. Yeah, okay, and he was this, saying uh, we're that talking about Haywood right now. He was saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying that um, black people just need to get out and 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 mobilize. And uh, yeah, yeah, the voter suppression is bad. And I'm not saying it's bad, but black apathy, the turnout of the black vote is so much lower now and we just have to get out and vote. I'm like, that's the reason why the, the turnout for the voting was low after the next is because the Voting Rights Act ran out mm-hmm. and it wasn't re-engaged because John Roberts, who wrote the dissent said for the Supreme Court said, well, we don't need it anymore. It did its job. It did its job. We don't need it anymore. And the minute it ran out, they in, they put all these walls up between voting and the community. They put all these walls up between voting and the community. So no matter how many people you register, how many people you go out, how many people you talk to, how many people you you get to register, how many people you, how many people you pick up in a bus and take to go vote, no matter how many do that, the 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 hurdles are still in your way. Right. And they're not going to not be in your way. So all those people that you register, most of them aren't going to get to vote, or they're still they're still going to have to decide if they're going to have how they're going to take a day off from work. You still have to ask somebody to take a day off from work. You still have to ask somebody to go stand in line. For and six they purge hours. voter rolls, and yeah. they don't do it a very um, they don't do it artfully. They just a, a name is similar to another name that is taking off the voter roll. You show up to vote one day, and they're like, "Oh, you're not on the roll." Right. You might have been purged right. incorrectly. Right. You can do a provisional ballot, and who knows if that'll count. And yeah, that, ladies and gentlemen, is why we name our children very weird names. Yeah. <laughs> so that they don't get purged on the voting But that's list. how you purge, too. <laughs> yeah, well, you like, look at names that are like, you know, this, this looks like a name LaShonda, who wouldn't, don't yeah. think so, bitch. Who wouldn't vote for who I want to be yeah. voted you for. You just do a so. control F for apostrophes. Yeah. My problem, Shut up. My, problem was, my problem was you can't blame black people for the situations that are here. Right. And you Agreed. can't just expect black people to say, well, if we just try harder. That's respectability politics. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's respectability politics. Just try harder. Just, right. just just try harder. Even though the game is the game is rigged against you, just mm-hmm. try harder and somehow you'll succeed. That's and like, by the way, I'm not even saying don't do the registration stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that somebody needs to stand up and say that these things need to be changed. Right, but the, exactly. The, but the point of is like I'm not going to do it. Now, the reason why I'm like I'm probably ain't no problem. I am done with this person is because he was so arrogant about it. Mm-hmm. Literally, people are people after person is coming on the timeline just putting down facts and, and statistics and you can go here and he just refuses to just the arrogance. Won't even. Yeah, and yeah. that was my last thing. I said, yeah, see, I said no. the arrogance yeah. of this. I'm just done with. Well, that's like the same, you know, it's in the same vein, vein on what you posted a couple of days ago when that shooting happened. And I think some there was an article like Obama or black people or something should step in now or something that, do you, mm. do you, remember, you don't remember what yeah, I was Yeah, about? probably something along those lines. Yeah, but something no, along those lines. It's the same thing. It doesn't really and do what? what right, what, what, what right. What do we do? Yeah. And also it kind of, it suggests that people haven't thought of that. Right. <laughs> right. You know? right. Like, you know right. what you need to do is... Uh, Fight for our rights. Stop, <laughs> stop shooting people or yeah. tell people to stop shooting people. Like, I think that's been tried. Say, yeah. don't shoot. Or, or you, know, you got to get out there and vote. I think people have tried yeah. that. People have been trying that for people years. 2017. That's what I keep yeah. coming back to. It's 2017. 
It's not like we haven't been trying any of these yeah. things. It's not like we're not going. It's not like we're going to stop trying these yeah. things. But we have to stop just glossing over the fact that all of these barriers are in our place or right. in our way. Exactly. And That's, yeah. And that white America is okay. Is okay. With it. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit you. I did not it's mean right. to physically assault you. Everyone is saying what Frank is about to say. <laughs> that white America is okay with it. They're Watch, okay I'm going to perform tonight and the whole audience is just going to do my fucking set <laughs> at me. The audience is okay. The, why the audience? White America is okay with it. And they are, uh, yeah. they've enacted most of the barriers and they're fine with the barriers. And, and the barriers are specifically against us. Right. Specifically. Against us. Well, who do these people vote for? We got to stop them. And who are these people? Black people, motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, you people. Yeah. You know. Your people. And so <laughs> yes, my people. Kind. And for somebody black to to not recognize that. Wait, this is a black person? Yeah. But, oh, no, no. Is this person a comic? No. Yeah. Well, he's the reason why I do stand up. Oh. That's how far oh, I know back who you're talking go. about. Yeah, that's how far back we go. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, like, I can't anymore. Those can't black anymore. people, may, and yes, I said those black people <laughs> with arrogance. that dripping with disdain. <laughs> it's the arrogance of it. Yeah, it's just the arrogance. It's the arrogance mixed with the ignorance of it. Yeah. Just it's, okay. it's like everybody's throwing statistics at you and facts at you, and you just refuse. You just I don't want to I don't want to see them. It's that thing of me and my cousin were just talking about it. Is that when you're growing up, your parents tell you don't be like those niggas over there. Don't be like those niggas. Right. Over there. Oh. Over there. And then one day. You Wait, realize, little do you know, nigga, you are those niggas right. over there. That's how that. everyone sees That's you. That's how they see you. It doesn't Shit. matter that all the everything they told you about how if you just stay away from those niggas, everything will be good. No, no. that's not a real thing. No, you'll be seen as different. No, if you cut yeah. your hair and you speak this, no. If you just if you just work really hard, no. no. But but your cousin did well. Your cousin might be the anomaly. Right, <laughs> he, right. He may not be the norm. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then these and then white people like will like to throw the cousin at you. Or Oprah. I still hear people say that. Say what? Oprah's Oprah's successful. She got successful. Do not make me punch you when like, you're that's, drunk. That's Anyone luck. thinks about saying people, that. People, they'll always do that. Like, Oprah made it, so... Uh, Jay-Z made it. So... Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally. What's your excuse? Yeah. Yeah, they literally will, they literally will say that. I don't have bars? That's, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's yeah. my personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have the bars. With I, just, I don't have the bars. With I mean, what they're saying is that there should be like just billionaires everywhere. You know, like it's, yeah, oh, Oprah did it, so we can all follow that roadmap. Well, yeah. that's not how that works. No. Right. You can't just create that. There are a lot of uh, black women who got talk shows, right? And their talk shows got canceled. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Tempest Bledsoe. Tempest. Oh, Tempest did have a show have for a show five for minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. She Tempest. Had a show. Rolanda. Rolanda. Wasn't that a name? Wasn't that a show? The black lady with like the kind of oh, auburnish hair. I think. The Rolanda something show? Or am I completely I insane? So. I think so. Uh, Rolanda. She's, I remember her because she looks kind of like my mom. There were a couple of them. And um, I used to wish that she was my uh, mom because my mom sucked so bad. Yana had a talk show for a second. Yana got into a, not fixed my life. Got into a beef with Oprah, and that ended her show. Then they got cool again. Now she has her new Fix My Life. Show. Doesn't don't people know you don't beef with Oprah? Yeah, yeah. Don't just beef with don't Oprah. beef with. Yeah. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know why she beefed with Oprah? Because Fuck Oprah. ABC no. offered her a deal, and Oprah was offering her a deal, and she took the ABC deal, thinking she's going to get the bigger, better deal with nah, ABC. Nah, nah. I would nah, say too nah. that if you beef with Oprah, make it medium rare. 
hundred percent. One salt, salt pep only. Maybe some rosemary. Salt. <laughs> Butter. You know what? <laughs> now I feel challenged, and I'm gonna have to make a steak for you both. This is a great way to get free steak. <laughs> right, right. Next time you guys have me, seriously, let me know a week in advance, and right. I will okay. bring steak have, and cook it. Next time Courtney's in town, we're gonna have a steak off. We we'll have a steak off. Uh, pff, yeah. He's fucking toast. Like that's not even. He's toast that's like not that grilled a, cheese. He's just like toast. my grilled cheese. But yeah, that's not even a challenge. I I feel bad taking it. Oh, I got the Rolanda info. Rolanda or Roe was a syndicated daytime talk. Yeah. Show. Okay. I was gonna say. I feel like it was. That yeah. aired from January seventeenth, ninety four to September seventeenth, ninety seven. Yeah. Picture of her. Featured Rolanda Watts is the host. Yeah, she had like by, auburnish hair, right? Uh, this oh, a little shortcut. Here, here we go. Well, Rolanda her hair Watts. went through like lots of different phases. That's yeah, Rolanda that's Watts. Her. I don't remember her. I don't remember the show at all. I remember the name Rolanda. She looks like a light skinned version of my show. mom. So. Where'd she come from? She was on something else. I can't remember what that was, but she, I remember her from she there. She was sassy. She later became the no, on... No, she wasn't a sassy pants. She became the on-camera announcer for Judge Joe Brown when yes, he was show. Yes, she did. Later. <laughs> Judge Joe Brown. He never even stuck to the law. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you're just making shit up. We're like, you ain't even doing the law. Man, <laughs> man you stupid. This is preposterous. <laughs> Rolanda Watts graduated from Spelman College. Nice. Okay. Um, Good job, Rolanda. Which of those sororities was she in? She was in a AKA. Probably an AKA. AKA. She looks AKA-ish. I'm guessing. She looks, does she look AKA-ish? Yeah. You can just tell. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely a look. The fraternities do branding like on the arms. Do sororities have a similar, like they have tattoos and brands and things? Oh, I don't brand know. the pussy maybe? Do they, I don't know if they would brand the pussy. That <laughs> seems extreme. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, guys? You got to um, cross these burning sands, baby. I thought about it, and I think I'm just going to roll solo for the rest of my college <laughs> career. Burning sands, baby. Do they have like tattoos and stuff or marks? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's just a dude thing. It's like, I'm tough. Burn me. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You know? Yeah, that was my. Um, we didn't get to really talk with you about Philando. You got any thoughts? Philando Castile. Do I have any thoughts? You. Did you guys watch? Did you guys watch the? the I, I did. I didn't want. I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to. But after I was seeing it, kind of, I was like, let me see it from this other perspective. Not because I thought it was going to change my mind there about is no other it. Perspective, really. But well, I mean, I'm an yeah, angle. Yeah, you know, no, I'm a no, visual no. visual yeah. perspective or vantage point. Yeah. And um, I cried. I, I watched it and I cried. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very painful. Um, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Uh afraid you know what i mean I, i'm just i'm tired of, of feeling the way that i feel like yeah. right now i feel like crying yeah i talked to aaron it. about it on the when i we talked and you guys will hear it it's not happy it's not a happy hour of talking <laughs> it's really it's really yeah. because we talked about bill cosby as well as about as well as about this um i wasn't gonna watch it i watched it because trevor noah watched it and i watched trevor noah talk about it mm-hmm Trevor's seeing it as, as a black person who's been dropped into our system. You know what's funny about Trevor Noah? I remember when he first started doing jokes about Americans, it was most of his set was what I, I would like to call, look how silly black Americans are. Mm. He was on the Tonight Show when he first moved yeah. over here. Yeah. And I he had a set I, that people had problems with. Yeah, look how silly black Americans are. Their Until names it affected are funny. him. Yeah, names are funny. Um... The talk funny, they do this funny, they do that funny, and it got a lot of love from white people, mm. you know. And for a long time, I didn't care for him at all. After after that, well, he's been here long enough to get the uh, to get his nigga wake up call, right? Yeah, he's not a dumb guy. Yeah, and he's been here long enough to be like, holy shit, 
you know. So now he's in the he's in the mix with the rest of us, and now he's talking about it. He's talking about how he gets pulled over like seven times. He's only using yeah, eight to ten times yeah. in the <laughs> few years he's lived here. Right. Yeah. Right, you and know. he drives nice cars, and so you're going to see the number higher for him. For sure. Like, well, my buddy had been pulled over, but your buddy drives a like yeah. a Corolla. Yeah, he drives a Tesla. So he's in a Tesla. <laughs> you know. So guess what? Yeah. <laughs> you know. He's most certainly a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, he's in a Tesla, <laughs> and his dead hookers in the trunk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, and he was saying how, you know, even through it all, even through even through. Philando being shot, Diamond still had the presence of mind to have to say sir to this man who's just shot her yep. boyfriend to death. He yep. still has a gun on him. That the, tra- the, the training the training that has been drilled into us and not in a good way wow. still held. But his training, his police training led him to kill. And now the thing that should be bothersome to all of us is that a jury watched that, watched that mm. video. And came that, that's that what bothers me. Which... T- which tells me as Baldwin said and this country does not love us they they don't right. there's no other way to see that so I've spent the whole week mad because I mean it's one thing to say somebody doesn't love you but it's another thing when you know somebody doesn't right. love you and that they act they you have to act in a manner that that you have to be patriotic. If you're not right. patriotic, it's the worst thing. Ask Colin Kaepernick. It's the right. worst thing. Which, by the way, I'm making the formal announcement. I'm no longer watching uh, NFL. I'm out. Canceling yeah. Red Zone. Yeah, I'm going to cancel it. I'm out. I'm not going to. I'm not going to watch. PD, um, PD is already out. PD's way out. <laughs> right. Are you? Are I'm you? Out. Uh, I'm out. How are you going to? Are you just going to have a lot of free time on Sundays now? Yeah, I'm going to train, train PD a little bit. It's quite. <laughs> it's quite good. Yeah. Uh, when I scaled back to just watching the Redskins game, because I was like in it, I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh, there's a lot of you can do shit on Sundays. You, you, there's shit you can accomplish in life without like having everything revolve around right. Because football, st- the pregame shows start at noon, right, right. or earlier, right. and you're just and so when you're out of it, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't miss it that much, right? Yeah. You know, I don't miss all that. I'll yeah. check the scores later if I want. Right. Are you going to be in a fantasy league? You going to drop all that? I'm done. I'm, I wasn't in Everything. fantasy last season. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't get in a fantasy league last season. Huh. So I'm I'm out. I can't, in good conscience, support something that's doing this man like this. I dig it. Like and I'm, it's, I'm it's, on board. it's I dig not that. just the league. It's all the lies that are being told about him. Yeah. By all these, it's like a whole group of people is conspiring and they're all lying. Well, that's the <laughs> thing with because. There's a lot of stuff where it's like, um, you know, in the past, so and so beat up his girlfriend and got a got a job again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roethlisberger kind of, sort of, maybe raped a girl, and you know he's back and all that. Those are all individual things. Right. It's like you could you could look at a Cowboys fan like, are you cool with Greg Hardy? And they'll be yeah. like, well, no, but I like the rest of the team. Right. Or Roethlisberger, well, no, but I'm you know I'm Steelers fan. I like the Steelers. And you could individual, you could compartmentalize. All those other things. The, no, I've done it. I'm yeah. a Steelers fan. But this is a league-wide thing. Right. So it's not the same as, you know, guy beats his wife, gets a job. He's like, well, fuck that team. I don't like them anyway. Mm. Or that guy's on my team, but I, I can't support it. I'm not going to mm. buy his jersey. But when it's a league-wide thing, it's you can't just say, well, I'll still kind of partially like this, piece this of team it. Yeah. or this league or whatever. Because it seems like all the owners are just, you know, on board with the same yeah. idea. They've all colluded and they're colluding to actively keep this man out who's simply working for equality. 
That's all right. he's working but for. But if things are and, equal, and every then day, everyone has a chance and there's no winner. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, we all w- are winning, you know, right. and that can't happen because if happen. everyone's winning, then who's losing? Right. Right. There has to be a winner. And you know, I don't want to. Right. I don't want to be lose. a loser for the winner right. to feel good about. Himself. Right. Exactly. Even though this this isn't a game. Well, no. And that's the minute you mention. I, I break out in highs whenever I get stressed out. The minute mm-hmm. you mention Philando Castro, I immediately my hands started swelling. You started itching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's a it's a PTSD it's a PTSD reaction for sure. As my therapist was saying, she was like, for "Yeah, sure. you're PTSD," and like I see you itching now. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> itching I mean, now. It, it's kind of funny, <laughs> but it's horrible. Like I'm hoping it doesn't. If it spreads like all over, it's yeah. it's it's yeah. not awesome. Yeah, and it's it's and this is what America wants. They want us to feel this way. They clearly want it, and it's it's white America. It's not us. It's, it's it's white America, and there's not enough other white people who are willing to confront those. That I remember after the election, when everybody was like, "Wow, Thanksgiving's going to be tough this year." I was like, "Not for me." Right. <laughs> We're all going to be. We all feel the same way about it. Right. Not for me. Right. My white family and my black family. Right. We're all on board. Right. Exactly. I mean, my all of I have you six sisters have and two brothers, and everyone <laughs> except for me and my family is married to someone uh, is married to a white person. Yeah. So not all of my. Me. Well, all of my family festivities are all, and even my husband's ex is white. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time with her and and our kids, obviously. So, but like you said, no matter which side of our family we're at, no one's going, well, you know. (laughs) I was listening to this radio show. You made a good point. No one's saying that. Until someone pulls out A1. Oh, and then it's a motherfucking problem. (laughs) It's a fucking problem. On Turkey, seriously. <laughs> not not my family, so I don't I don't know what to tell you. I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't know. agreed. I don't, I don't know what to tell. Well, you. the thing people are still like the because the Philando Castile dash cam video made it to YouTube, obviously, and I, so I checked it there just to see the comments because it, it it was on like Huffington Post. That's where I first saw it. Then I went to the comments, and obviously, most of the comments are like, "How horrific is this?" But there were still people who were doing the mental gymnastics of mm-hmm. you can clearly hear Philando say, "I'm reaching for it." No, he doesn't no, he say doesn't. that. He's saying, "I'm not reaching for it." It's he, obvious. Yeah, he's saying he that. never. It's why? Why would he say that? Right. And why would he do that? Hey, I'm going to reach for my gun now. Yeah. It's why not, would he say that? Why none would of that he makes do sense. That? Why yeah. would he announce he has a gun if he's going to reach for his gun? Right. Yeah. He says, "Sir, I just want you to know." Yeah. Why? Why would my... he shoot a cop? <laughs> right. <laughs> what would be the reasoning? Well, he's he's he's. He's but he's so calm through the whole thing. Yeah. Orlando was well, so calm. Because he's this was his raised. like 48th time he'd been pulled over for bullshit. Right. right. Yet another thing. And right. like when when Mike Brown got shot, they were like, well, he just robbed a store, so he's so he's going to attack a cop, which is, again, <laughs> mental gymnastics. But in this case, there's nothing that Philando just did that would make you think his right. mentality is aggressive toward a cop. So right. you can't even, none of it makes sense as a decision. At least the Mike Brown thing, they could say, well, clearly he doesn't want to get busted, so he's yeah. going to start punching a cop who has no red marks on his face. But Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even have a yeah, white who, guy with no marks on his face. The cop who said he felt like he was going to get knocked out or die has no red marks on his yeah. face. And people buy that story, by the way. Now they're like, see, the... Yeah, the, this is what happened. The story yeah. played out now, and Lil G have egg on your face. Well, no, you just believe the cop's version. Yeah. But well, let's go back to Trayvon Philando. Martin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how many times did the police tell Zimmerman, leave him alone, do not right. follow, do right. not pursue? Yeah. Right. You are not a police officer. Pull over. We will meet you. We'll handle it. Yeah. And he felt 
he had the right and right. that's the problem right. he had i have the right white privilege to follow this black guy mm-hmm. until i feel like i'm safe right. until i've saved the neighborhood right no right. no I have, the, I have the right to do this right this is okay i can't and get I out have the right to i have the right to control their bodies right i'm a private citizen i can stop this other private citizen because he's not private mm-hmm. no one's running him let me i don't worry guys i will control this person and that's right why now. i've been saying now that you know, you see, you see this, this okay, going all the way back to Trayvon Martin. You see Trayvon Martin. You see, oh shit, any video that you see, somebody's picking a fight with somebody black or picking a fight with somebody of color or uh, a guy gets stabbed with a sword in New York where I'm at that same day. Mm-hmm. A guy gets stabbed in his back just standing, doing what I was doing, just looking at the parade, like, look at this shit here. Just looking at the parade. <laughs> guy gets stabbed in his back. Um, the college kid that just graduated. Uh, yeah. Who's just, and he just, and the guy stabs him. And he says, so I'm at the, oh, the point. The guy in, Mar- in Maryland. In Maryland. Yeah. So yeah. I'm at the point in my life that if you, this guy, George Zimmerman, walked towards me and says, hey, what are you doing? I'm going to just attack you. I'm not right. going to, I'm right. trying to put you down with right. everything I've got. Right. And I was talking to my dad about it. And my dad was in law enforcement for years. My dad was like, yeah. And then when you finish, leave. <laughs> My dad was like, just leave. <laughs> leave before the cops come. Don't don't try. And I think we're back. We're back recording. Yeah, we had a, a, power crisis, went out. a crisis in the lab. I mean, the power just cut off. Yeah, you were All talking about. The, the whole building. Let's just talk about. You were talking about, you were literally saying uh, your father yeah, tells was, you just leave. Was like, just, yeah. Bitches just leave. Do what you're doing, get <laughs> the fuck out of there. And the power like, was like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm leaving Bitches too. leave. I didn't know we could just leave like that. <laughs> and that's, that's, I don't see any other way to handle it because you don't know now and you can't, if you're a black person, you can't assume anything anymore. You can't assume anything anymore. It would be stupid of me not to do that. We had, um, we were driving home, me and Charles and Bootsy. We, she had come with me to pick him up from work. And we're driving home, and I'm not sure what happened in traffic, but next thing I know, there's this older, when I say older, I mean gray hair, older white man in a white truck, like trying to run us off the road. And not a little bit. I mean, he chased us for probably five miles. Hmm. What? And I, like, I don't know. Was he I don't know what. horn and flashing his lights too, or? Well, this was day. It was daytime. Okay. Like, bro, it, was, it was probably he gets off at three thirty, so it was somewhere sometime between like three forty-five, four o'clock. Right. And like, cut off traffic, pulled up next to us, pulled sideways on during on twenty-nine, mm-hmm. yeah. stopping all of traffic to try to get to me and my family. So I obviously I called the police. Right. And was on the phone with the police, and I'm like, there is this man. Right. who's trying to run us off the road. And they're like, well, just get to the police station. And I'm like, well, can I maybe tell you where I am and you send police yeah. here to stop this person? <laughs> Man, let me ask you a question. What color are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> you sound like you're probably black. Uh, anyway, long story short, like I had to basically do evasive maneuvers to get away from this person. Yeah, you're like, what yeah. the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, and then the cops are like, okay, well, you're safe. I'm like, I mean, I guess. I don't see him right now. <laughs> right. But that doesn't mean he's not part. But my problem was, you can see there's a child in the backseat. I'm a woman driving, and you still have no problem. Whatever happened, I clearly don't know about it. Right. You know, did I cut you off? Did I not signal and get, well, well yeah, I always yeah. sig- I mean, whatever happened, it was not serious enough 
for you to feel like you have the right to now endanger not just the life of my family, right, but the right. lives of all of these other random strangers. Right, right. and yourself. Are, yeah, and yourself. You yeah, know, and, yourself. I, and that's not the first instance that we've had with that. And I, like when I see flashing lights, even though I'm not being pulled over, my stomach gets sick immediately. Right. I get immediately so immediately get sick. Hives. No, so yeah. When I, <laughs> now you're getting high. <laughs> why? Why are you scratching, ma'am? Why are you scratching? That's a side <laughs> right. effect of painkillers. <laughs> right. Are you scratching? Are you are high? you on opiates? Are you on opioid addiction? <laughs> no, officer. I'm actually allergic to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you are my fucking allergy. I'm allergic to pork, <laughs> officer. That's <laughs> something I decided. I'm not going to call a police officer, sir. Yeah. I'll call you officer. Yeah, I'll speak with you, but this, I'm gonna this, call you office because you're sir, still saying sir. This sir thing, is sir, <laughs> sir, sir. I'm like that's that's just something again that's been drilled into everybody. Yeah. Hi, sir. That you just have to be, you just Respectful. have to be subservient. Nah, right. but respect means subservience uh, is what they want. Yeah, you know, be less than a man. I'm a man here. <laughs> well, you can't say you can't spell subservient without sir. Yeah, true. So yeah, that's true. There you go. That's true. <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, I, we're I hour fifteen. Yeah, hour sixteen. I wanted to almost. do about an hour twenty-five. We want to talk quickly about uh, the the Trump debacle. Which one? Right uh, just you oh. got to get a little more specific. Uh, what is it? Candy Randy. Candy Randy. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Candy Randy. Yeah. Well, now, he, well, he said first of all, he had, I look, I have no tapes of of Comey. Ah, I'm like you do. We knew that. But didn't he try to say he had the taste because Obama wired the Oval Office? Here, here's what that tweet, the two tweets about I don't have tapes, seem to be written by lawyers. Um, <laughs> they're not written by Trump. That's not how he talks. Seem too clean for and you. there's too many verbal gymnastics going on. What he was saying in the tweets was, look, I didn't record him, but there's all this surveillance going around, all these taps and things, so... You know, it could be maybe some tapes out there. That's all I was saying. I did not make and do not have any such recordings. Yeah, yeah he didn't I write did that. not make. I didn't hit record on anything. Well, first of all, he put commas. Yeah, but he didn't write that. <laughs> right, he There's that. no way in hell. <laughs> he and every, put is commas in spelled a, correctly? He put commas in a tweet and everything is spelled. Yeah, there's no way he and wrote that. And his punctuation and his grammar, grammatically, he's correct here. No, there's, there's no, no random he didn't quote. Write that. His problem, his biggest grammatical issue is random quotes around words that don't need quotes. Right. So he didn't, did he put quotes <laughs> on I, tapes this nope, time? I did not yeah. make comma. And do now, not have comma new. any such recordings. <laughs> and someone else actually physically typed that he because did, even he if they did sent put it, quotes around tapes, whether there are here is while with all the recently reported electronic uh, surveillance, comma uh, intercepts, comma unmasking and illegal leaking of information, comma. See, he's using his grammar correctly here. Mm-hmm. I have no idea whether there are quotation mark tapes or recordings of my conversation with James Comey. Period. But I did not make comma and do not have comma <laughs> any such recordings the fact that he's using his i'm glad you pointed that out andy because mm-hmm. the fact that he's using his commas like this yeah he, he didn't write that so co- no so succinctly and correctly there's no all caps at the end sad or whatever right uh also if that's the case if he was just tweeting at comey about the tapes to sort of suggest there's a general suspicion that all everything is recorded why hasn't he tweeted about any other meeting he's had with people where they've said Trump said this about me or about right. something? Because that's kind of a given. Yeah, sure. There, there might be some kind of weird fucking CIA surveillance truck outside recording everything. You don't have to say that. Right. He said it to Comey. 
specifically to influence something. Right. And you know, the obstruction thing, he even said on Fox and Friends like the next day, he just he said, oh, and uh, looks like Comey's stories, he, it may have changed, which we don't know if it may have changed because he only said his story once to Congress. <laughs> but he's also, he's sort of saying I was making him change his story, which just admits that he's, he's trying to right. coerce the guy. Yeah. And you can say there might be tapes, if that's the case, about every conversation you have. Every conversation. Yeah. Every time he says there's a lion, lion media, whatever, misrepresented what I said, he could say they better hope there aren't, quote, tapes out there. Mm-hmm. That's, all, that's what he's saying. So it's bullshit that he only singled out Comey on this tape tweet, and now he's just like, I didn't mean like literal tapes. And the other thing is, let's say he did tape, because he's been known to tape conversations at Trump Tower. What a creep. Ugh. So let's say he did God. tape. Let's say he had tapes. And then Comey comes out and gives his testimony, which matches the tapes. Right. Then what? And then Trump realizes that it makes Trump look bad if these tapes are correct. Trump just deletes the tapes. Right. That's all that's going to happen, just like Nixon tried to do. But it's easy to delete the digital tapes, digital recordings. So Trump may have taped. And then listen to him was like, oh, tried shit, to call abort. Comey's bluff, and <laughs> yeah. Comey was like, "I'm not bluffing. I'm, I'm going to represent exactly what <laughs> that he said." Oh, if you have tapes, great. Yeah, you can corroborate what, what I'm Lordy. saying. <laughs> yeah. By golly, I hope there are tapes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and then Congress says we want those tapes by June 23rd. They gave him like a week and a half to. And weeks. he's like, uh, he's like, did all I right. say tapes? So he starts googling how to delete <laughs> recordings, and that's all. So it's either there were no tapes, which I think is the case, or there were tapes. I think he was selling wolf tickets too, but and, and Trump just deleted the tapes yeah. because they don't help his up, case. He comes off looking bad. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, but I think he was selling wolf tickets, talking that shit. Yeah, he was. And, and like I put that tweet up, so we just all gonna act like he didn't say this. That's what we're gonna do. <sighs> we're just gonna all act like the guy's not a liar. That's the thing that bothers me most about. About him and his and his family, even call him supporters. His fans, yeah, they are fans. They're not supporters. Straight on liar. It doesn't matter. That's what I don't understand. He's just a liar. There have been so many instances. Every other statement is a lie. Yeah, where he says something and there's visual, photographic, verbal, written proof that it's a lie, and people just try to justify and explain how well. Like whole websites now. Why don't you just say, "Look, I was typing and I fell asleep." Because right. <laughs> that's what the fuck happened. <laughs> or just lie and make yourself look. I fat fingered it. My hands are so huge. Yeah. I was <laughs> fat fingering the keyboard. Yeah. So sorry. That's what happened. Fucking, oh, fucking God. It's so gross. Bullshit. But on a more important topic, have you guys seen that picture of his ass playing tennis? It's so gross. Yeah, he's wearing like tidy whities. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah. I mean, you knew he wore tidy whities. Of course. He eats chicken nuggets. Yeah. You knew he was tidy whities. I'm yeah. Like, Dude, you're not doing boxer briefs? What kind of man right, are you? Aren't you a grown ass man? Aren't <laughs> you a tall man briefs? too? Yeah, you're not doing boxer briefs. Jesus! Once boxer yeah. briefs came into existence, that's it. That's all they my became husband. Yeah, the lick. That's it. That's Did you say the lick? the lick? Oh, I love that. <laughs> the lick. And that's really it's like Candy Randy talks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what did it become, Candy Randy? <laughs> came the lick. That's really the uh, the best thing Marky Mark has ever done. The boxer oh, briefs is yeah. introducing boxer briefs to the world. Remember that's... the first time you put a pair of boxer briefs on you He's were like, like this is it do you, i remember the first time i borrowed my boyfriend's boxer Boxer briefs. briefs yeah amazing oh, that's, pretty, that's pretty sexy when a yeah. woman walks around uh, amazing in, in a man's boxer briefs I, I don't have anything to wear look in my top drawer there's, some, there's something in there you <laughs> you'll find get, a beater and some briefs, or, boxer briefs or maybe they wear they wear a pair of your boxers that you don't wear anymore yes yeah, i always would wear the boxers women, we used to always wear boxers yeah and i think now they've 
going over to boxer briefs, which is now like the women's version. No, they but they need to be boy shorts they need or whatever. To be, yeah, but nah. Yeah. No, not to be like boy shorts. A it's a similar yeah. thing. And they got to be clean. <laughs> Lord, first get off, them out bitch, of that top if drawer. You're, if you're putting on your man's <laughs> dirty boxer briefs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. excuse me, fellas. I need to talk to the bitches for a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bitches leave. Bitch, don't do it. Yeah, and leave. <laughs> bitches Because you're nasty and you're gross and your mama ain't give you no yeah. home training. That's a sexy, that's a sexy thing. Put the, put the boxer briefs on and stroll around the house. You stroll around. Trump is not. He's... Sexy is so far away from yeah. Trump. He's the light gonna... from sexy would take a trillion. Yeah. Yeah. I walk around my house in boxer briefs all the time. Just they're like it's like wearing it's like wearing a bathing suit. They're like, great. Why am I gonna put shorts on on top of it? I'm in my house. <laughs> I ain't putting shorts on on top of this. I'm, <laughs> right, I'm going to the right. bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. Who gonna see me? Who gonna check fuck? me, boo? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what y'all gonna do? What y'all, I told y'all about Thomas. So my father-in-law, I got up to use the bathroom one night. My father-in-law was was going to the bathroom at the same time he came around the corner i was like oh shit just <laughs> white man standing there and tidy whitey so i was like oh yeah. god <laughs> there's a gremlin in my house <laughs> just a short white man. that's hilarious <laughs> tidy whitey. i will say this boxer briefs um they need to be a certain length some some sometimes you'll buy them and they're too short and they ride up too much they they're always right up a those. little. They always ride up a little, yeah. no, no matter what. So they got to be long enough where if they ride up a little, no big deal. Yeah. And they make extra long ones too, which I've I've bought them before, but I'm like, eh, I don't have any use for the that. ones that come like oh, just above the knee. Those ones. Yeah. Those are too. Those long. are damn near yeah. compression. So yeah, I have those a are, bunch of compression, yeah, but those, those are, are like those are for out. like workouts and shit. Yeah, but the regular works. ones do fine for exercise too. Well, yeah. sometimes you can buy ones that are a little shorter, and it's just not quite right. I, I wear the champions. These are Rollins workout underwear. Rollins. Oh, nice. Yeah. Rollins, uh, maker of what? Baseball gloves? Baseball gloves and stuff like that. Yeah. And one makes a pair, too. You can only get them at Walmart. Yeah. Rollins. Just, uh, so and if baseballs. you don't want to fuck up your good boxer briefs by sweating into them while you work out. <laughs> no, I, I buy the I buy the champion. The champion That's another good one, too, from, from Target. Target. Yeah. The athletic That's a ones. Because one. they have those. That you can work out in them, obviously, because it's yeah. like they're breathable. Breathable, <laughs> wick, wick away. They wick away the moisture, all your dick sweat. <laughs> but <Fucking> gross. <laughs> but the ball sweat is harder. Yeah. But the I wear those. I just wicked. wear those. Those. Are, that's my go-to for just walk around everyday boxer briefs. I yeah. like the way they fit, and they're they have the right length. Yeah. But they are like they're for athletic, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I bought just like two for. It's like fifteen bucks for two of them. Sometimes yeah, no, that's why you go up to Walmart and get some get some Rollins or some or some N ones. Yeah, you get a pack of six for like three dollars. Yeah, it's fucking Walmart. Some of those will shrink or they just don't last as long. That's yeah. the only. That's, that's why fine. they're cheaper. Yeah. Throw them shits away and go buy yeah. some more. Throw them in the gutter and fine. go buy another. Go buy some more. This yeah. guy told me at the gym the other day. He said, uh, uh, "I was just finishing up working out, and he walks by and he goes, my goal is to be built like you by the end of the year.'" This year? Does it yeah. sound feasible? To what it, no, before you say anything, what did he look like? <laughs> kind of like Andy. Oh, okay. That's Andy, doable. A little shorter, yeah. maybe a little heavier around That's the doable. midsection. Yeah. I didn't have the heart to tell him that uh, I was on my way out to go get some Popeyes. Yeah, don't ruin his spirit <laughs> like that. that. The heart to tell yeah. him that. But that might motivate. Well, it probably hey, yeah, won't. It's cool. I'm it's going like, to get you some Popeyes right now. Like you want to yeah. You can eat Popeyes if you work out like this. <laughs> you want to go with me? So I'm going out the door to get some Popeyes. I'm going to get some Popeyes right now. That's what Dominic's. Dominic will post pictures of like an array of muffins. 
<laughs> and I'll just be like, this is why I work out, so I can eat or an array of muffins. Just, just, just a shit ton of them. Yeah. How much is a shit ton? Whatever Dominic's doing. Yeah. Right. Ex- however yeah. much he's eating. Yeah, they sell Shout them. out to Dominic Rivera. Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. SP1. Uh, he's um, he's PRS one. PRS one. Excuse me. Oh my God. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico suave. suave. Oh no, I got it. <laughs> James Greggs coined that term. Puerto Rico Suave. Puerto Rico uh, Suave one. Shout out to James Gregg for going to CJ Phillips. Oh yeah. And he put on my James and Pepper. He put on my thing, oh, and nice. Jay told him that you were there the first. Uh, you were there the first time Jay went up. I might dispute that. I think maybe I wasn't the first time, but we were there. We started yeah. the first, uh, like within yeah. the first times. Jay went of out to Hollywood and got successful, and he stayed I'm here. Still here, you know. But <laughs> I have respect of comics. The legend. Though. My respect <laughs> the doesn't D- pay the bills. The DC but, legend. Um, yeah, Jay is hilarious. So yeah, if anyone has what, a chance to go see Jay what, Phillips. Uh, James was saying he could believe how funny Jay was. Yeah, Jay's fucking. Yeah. Jay's coming to Richmond soon. Funny He's book. on Pandora a lot, too. I listen to yeah. his... Uh, well, it depends on what station you put in. I put on like underground black comedy, I think, is one of them. He's got an album called Mind of the Quiet Dude. Yeah, he had a podcast a with that title for a little while, but he yeah. kinda, it kind of came and went. One. But my, that's, he's like a quiet, like yeah, introverted guy. Quiet guy. Very funny. But it's a great album. It's, his it's, uh, uh, Obama... Of Obama was your wingman. That yeah. shit is so funny. Oh, shut up! That <laughs> sounds funny. <laughs> and the so story about the Obama friend goes over and talks to the talks to the girl's wife. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bitch, the, come here for a minute. <laughs> story about getting in, uh, getting his friend getting punched at Seven Eleven. Yeah. What? <laughs> you just just look it up. It's it's um, it's a whole thing. It's a whole long story. Yeah. But it's, it's really so well funny. Now, now, what's what, what's your plan for tonight? <laughs> so James Gregg's this week. No, uh, no, that's a good plan. We we gonna go get go to the club. Now, 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 that's a good plan. Uh. <laughs> saw Jay Phillips. He had Cajun Sparkle. Yeah, he's basically an honorary sock puppet. At he's this living point. life <laughs> at this yeah. point. Jay he's has been over. on the podcast. He's coming over. Yeah, yeah, he's coming over. Saw Petey. He did see Petey. Took Petey to eat. No, I think about it. Yeah, I haven't never taken Petey to eat. Yeah, no, Petey has eaten at my house. <laughs> you know, he's done that. Right. But to take him somewhere, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we ain't done that. Yeah. I think we'll bring this one home as we can do the second one. Listen, people, want to thank you all so much for uh, coming in with us today, as always. Okay, so we're starting to bank interviews. I leave it to Andy to set up the, to the Patreon. The sooner the better. Yeah, maybe. Let's say not this week, but next, because we don't want to spring it on people. Yeah. This week, you'll get two free episodes. I am gone the first week of July. Where are you going? Texas. My father's 75th birthday. Is oh, July. wow. July 4th is a Wednesday this week. Right. What? I'm gone July. I'm gone that week. Okay, the whole week. But I'm leaving on Sunday, so we'll be able to do one on the 1st of July. We'll record on Saturday. Right. Put two out that week. Maybe we'll do our first paid one that week. And then I leave. July, I leave that, July 5th episode will be that paid. one, and then I'll be back on that next Sunday. Yeah. So listen, people. So come on back, and we want to thank all of you. We want to thank everybody who supported uh, NegroCon. Uh, we want to thank everybody who supports uh, uh, Three Guys On. Thank everybody who supports Black Guy Tips. Thank everybody who supports the Mundane Festival. Thank everybody who supports JL. Righteous Prick. Righteous Prick. And his Angry, album. Angry Podcast. Any black podcast <laughs> you support. And we I want like to thank Righteous Prick. That's a great name. It is a great name. Yeah. I want to thank everybody who's supporting anything that uh, hey, folks are doing. Bye, my thank you guys for supporting Frankie French because this podcast, seriously, yeah. anywhere I go, you like, like you sound like Dominic. Dominic says the same thing. No, but seriously, like yeah. when I went to New York, you know, for a show and posted about it, and people from the podcast came mm-hmm. to support me that I didn't, you know, I'd never met in person. Yeah, They'll come yeah. out. That's amazing. Yeah, we have people to come out, so we want to thank y'all. Yeah, I appreciate it for uh, everything y'all do for us. Uh, 
Oh, we make a little money now. Yeah, start paying us now. Make a little change. <laughs> Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> oh, thanks for everyone who came out to see Specific Ignorance. Also, yeah, if you came out um, to see us, thank you. We uh, we Did didn't talk too much interview? about that. The Did Tim you? sent me Tim's recorder uh, crapped out during the shoot, so I knew it was going to. Um, I actually haven't listened. He sent me the link to it. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I don't know if we're gonna post it or not because it was maybe incomplete and mm-hmm. might just. Might just be not worth it. I haven't listened though, so we'll see. I should have brought the I should have brought the zoom up there and plugged it into the board. Well, that's what I brought mine to plug into the board, so but Tim bad. was already plugged into the board. We're so bad at this shit. And I brought my Zoom H six. Clap crapped out. This we gotta leave it up to you. I think the battery died. <laughs> so I'm more comfortable leaving the shit up to you. He had a okay. but he had like a three camera shoot going too. I know. So <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'll just I'll steal your audio when you're done when you have it and then he looked at it and it had it had died. No. I don't know if the batteries were not fresh or maybe the power somehow. I, I don't know if he was plugged in on that on one of his recorder, but Anaya probably trial got and error. Batteries and <laughs> no, the, the rule really is you always buy fresh batteries, even if the ones you have in your recorder were only used once to right. avoid that problem. Right. But, um, and I think I had fresh batteries, but you know, sometimes shit doesn't work or trial and error. You're like, oh, this should last the whole shoot and it doesn't. Right. You know, your batteries are weaker than you thought. Um, so I haven't listened, but that may or may not go yeah, on. That was a fun so, show. It was a that fun was show. A fun and show, we uh, lost tragically when again. you guys did not take my answer. Yeah. Did we? We should have. Yeah. I think we did. That, that's on Tim this yeah. time. It was the, it was the, <laughs> yeah. what, at what height? What's the, it's 4'9". Uh, it's 4'10". 4'10". Yeah, what was the question? At what height is someone considered a like a dwarf. midget or dwarf? Uh, I think a midget is five feet, but a dwarf is different because a dwarf has medical, has medical issues. A midget it. has the... the the word midget is based in like a medical term. Yeah. But I said 410 and you brought up five feet because you dated a girl once. I knew five feet. Uh, yeah, was she, 411. Was, she was 411. And I knew five feet is the midget line, but I didn't know what the dwarf See, line. See, I don't know uh, if that's true anymore. I don't know I don't if that's So that wait a minute. Anyone be. below, any full grown person that's shorter than five, 410? Is a midget? Technically, I, I had heard it was five feet. Um, but okay. the, when they said dwarf, I was like, dwarf? I don't know about dwarf. But you brought up the five feet thing. But I used to girl who was 4'11". And so Tim wow. Tim was our captain. Um, so he went with that. And it turns out that I was right the whole time. But really, this is some shit some girl told you mm-hmm. years ago. So what does she know? I mean, yeah, even I though mean, she was short. Even though she's short. She's very short. Should have been an expert. Um, <laughs> By the way, I just started. I was. I started uh, typing maximum height for a, and uh, Google replied with for a legal midget. <laughs> like, Shut up. Well, then yes. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what I need. Google. According to Little People of America. Oh no. Four ten. A little person of America defines. A little person, little people of America defines dwarfism as a medical or genetic condition that right. usually results in an adult height of 4'10 or shorter among both men and women, although in some cases a, poor sh- a person with dwarfing condition may be slightly taller than that. The average height of an adult with dwarfism is 4 feet. Well, what is midget? Um, because this girl was not a dwarf. A midget is a perfectly proportioned person, just small. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if they really differentiate on these on these. Well, things. there is there's medical term like dwarfs have like a full size torso with the little legs and the big head. Well, but I'm saying as far as height goes, I don't know if they make a, a yeah. distinction on that. Little People of America has a lot of things in their fact. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go through all that right now. Maybe between podcasts, yeah, we'll settle we kinda... it. But we lost on that question and. I had the right answer the whole time. You did have the right answer. You know, we could have won. Twice we, now that's happened. Yeah. Well, one time I think I overruled you guys, and we got it wrong. That's what. Chris, that's why Chris made me took me off the captaincy. Right. Because he said twice we've lost when I chose an answer you guys didn't choose. I don't remember it happening twice. I think it happened once, but 
Either way, I mean, I think, and there's another controversial moment where uh, a, a line <laughs> of dialogue from Goodfellas, I basically had it, but I didn't have literally. Oh, what was the line? Let me see if I can guess it. Don't give me the, the, the question. Um, there was a, the, the scene when Tommy shoots Spider. There was, what is the only line that wasn't improvised? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I said, go fuck yourself. God damn it. Okay, and the correct it? answer was, why don't you go fuck yourself? God so we did it. not get credit for that question. So, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. I'm fine with it. But we lost. It was a very narrow defeat. And then Tim had to do um, two minutes of comedy on famous short people, <laughs> which didn't go that well. I wrote Goodfellas <laughs> jokes on in the car on the way there, thinking I might be chosen. Yeah, if we thinking lose. That you might be chosen. Nice and smart, though. I had some good fucking jokes ready, but I did not lobby to do that set. I guess I could have just raised my hand and said, pick me, but next time. That's it. Okay, people. Come on back on Thursday. We'll be here for you. Word sign. We'll be here for you. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Frankie French. We are three guys on. This is more pickles and jars. Once again, we are out. <laughs>